0: what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. Find some place you know you can can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see
1: who you be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself.
2: how much we accomplish, there is always more to do. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're programmed by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Youngju on an, and today we are investigating the root of our busyness.
3: And I'm Claire Durant. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Before we get to our th- theme for our program we all want to thank young Joo for her two marvelous years as the host of express yourself she'll be taking a break to go on vacation in korea then prepare for college hopefully we'll have her back in the fall for more of her insights
2: Thanks, Claire. I loved being a reporter and host on Express Yourself, and I've learned more than I could have ever imagined. Being a host has been a dream come true, and I do plan on returning when the school year is not so busy or during breaks. And no matter how busy I am, being part of the Express Yourself star team will
3: always become a priority. And you have been such a role model to all of us who want to emulate your enthusiasm. Talking about being busy, our Techie Talk reporter has a few tips on how we can manage our time though technology can make sure we don't miss any of our important appointments. Hi, Casey. Hi, Claire. So now
4: that school's over, it's time to reflect in order to make next year more productive and less stress stressful. If you're like me, during the school year, you face a hectic schedule full of appointments and extracurricular It's hard to stay on top of it all and at the same time, try and maintain a skeleton of a social life. This year was especially hard for me. I was taking my first AP class And finishing up my last and hardest year of getting certified for piano in the Certificate of Merit. Luckily, I found some apps that let me do it all. My favorite and the one I rely on most often is Evernote. It serves an array of purposes for everything from just taking notes by recording your voice to an agenda that has multiple tabs, which you can divide into work, social, and school sections. The most useful part of this app is that it is available for download on iPads, iPhones, and computers. This means that you can sync your schedule and notes between all devices so that you are never left unprepared. This came especially handy for me when my mom complained that she could never keep up with my schedule to fit in family activities and bonding time. Luckily, I was able to share my schedule with her so that she could stay updated and organized too. Another great option for staying organized is Habits Pro. Habits is an app designed to help people lead healthy and happy lives that are stress-free. It does this by letting you manage your finances cleaning up your calendar, and also letting you take quick notes. You can password protect access to the app to make sure that your personal information won't fall into the wrong hands. Another really awesome feature is the graphs that allow you to track your happiness levels and the range of them as you complete different activities. Overall, even though trying to fit in everything is often impossible, there are a bunch of great apps that allow you to keep your life organized, even in the most stressful of times.
2: Well, thanks, Kaisine. This was a great segment, and I love Evernote. So I'm glad that you're highlighting it. And how did you find all these apps? Did you just browse the App Store, or did people tell you about these things?
4: Yeah. So um, I'm a really avid reader of Wired magazine. (laughs) So they always highlight different apps that are like up and new and coming. So I remember when Evernote first came out, I read about it in Wired, and I was like, Wow, there's a bunch of apps. Like there must be a bunch of other apps like this out there. And so I started researching more. And I found a lot of different apps that helped me in like a, a bunch of different aspects.
3: And do you use, tend to use these apps every day or only during school year?
4: No, these apps are really helpful for everything from even just like managing your like social life. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but like a lot of times you might say like you're busy to a friend or like you're when you're not. And so um, it's really easy to like manage when you're busy and like Um, a bunch of different things on these apps, or even just take notes, like if you're going to forget something like passwords, because you can password protect them too. So it's just a good place for everything in your life.
2: And you said you use these apps with your mom and your family to coordinate together. And since my mom is not knowledgeable in anything related to technology, were these apps easy for your mom to learn and use?
4: Yeah, definitely. And then another, uh, well, I helped her download the app on her phone first. So I did all like the setup part of it. So she wouldn't have to like, freak <laughs> out about any of that. But once I got it all set up, it's really easy to use. And it's really interactive. And then another thing that was also been really easy for my mom to use is there's a feature on if you use Google calendars, you can share your schedule with your family. And since my mom's really used to using Gmail, since she uses it for her email, it's been no problem at all for her to use that too.
3: So, are you able to share your schedule with friends if they don't have the app? Um, Will they need to download the app? But you can
4: um, for you to like share when you're busy with them and stuff. So they would definitely need to have the app too. So it's like a um, a center for all of you to go to.
2: And how are habits Pro and Evernote similar or different? Because I know there are so many apps
4: for busyness these days. Yeah. Uh, so both of the apps um have like the agenda part where it's like the, the basic calendar where you add um activities and times and stuff like that but and then Evernote has a special feature that Habits Pro doesn't have where you can actually record your voice for notes so you don't have to like if you're too lazy to type like mm-hmm. I often am you can just record your voice and then listen to it later and then Habits Pro has this really awesome feature um where you can track your happiness levels. So when you're doing activities, it will be like, how happy are you? You can be like 10 out of 10. And then it'll like encourage you to do that. So it's it's like a more interactive app in the sense that there's more like things that are supposed to be fun, whereas Evernote is mostly business related.
3: And so what are your thoughts besides technology on keeping our time in check? Do you think that as teens, we need to do much and that we're a little bit too much of overachievers these days?
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think that a lot of times, well, even I always try to fit in so many things into my schedule where I don't want to leave my friends out of um, or like neglect them. But I also want to keep up with all these activities like practicing piano, um, volunteering, um, studying for tests and such, or even just reading for fun. And I often don't have... any time to myself. So I think that it's important that even though we try to like maintain social lives and all these extracurriculars, we also have time for ourselves because time for yourself is definitely important because you have time to reflect and see what you can improve or even just rest and sleep.
2: And how do you take time for yourself?
4: Do you schedule it in or do you just make time? (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) I I do this thing where I have like, um, I like using Evernote but I also like using post-it notes just to like write out everything I have to do and I'll like write like from 4 30 to 5 30 of this and then um if I have like 30 minutes I'll say like free time and I'll just (laughs) let myself do whatever I want whether it be like reading or just taking a nap because taping taking a nap is always really fun for me
2: yeah I love post-it notes I love seeing them on my wall so I always have a constant visual reminder when I'm sitting down
4: yeah definitely
2: and what other apps do you like besides the ones that you've mentioned?
4: Well, also I just like using the um, the app that's already pre-downloaded on all the iPhones for calendars, because, or like the Notes app or the Reminders app. My favorite is probably the Reminders app on my iPhone because you can just put in your, you can type in your reminder, and when you're done, you can check it off, and it, it puts in a little check mark, which is something that makes me feel really satisfied. And one of the reasons I've held on to using Post-it notes for so long.
3: So, Casey, you sound like you're very busy and very organized. So every morning, do you, do you do this type of schedule or do you do it weekly? Does it change every day? Or, or yeah, so it?
4: Um, I just at the beginning of the day, because I swim practice every morning. So after swim practice, um, I just like create my little post-it note list and try to stay organized throughout the day. Even though I often don't get d- done everything I want during that day, I always have an overambitious schedule. And are you taking time off this summer to relax or
2: do you feel really
4: overscheduled all the time? Well, right now I'm feeling a little overscheduled just because I'm trying to cram in all this like reading and all these things. And so I definitely think that hopefully in a couple of days I'll have like a day off where I'm nothing planned and I can just kind of relax and sit at home and maybe catch up on some Netflix and shows.
3: (laughs) Well, making lists are a great way to stay on task. Yeah, definitely. There and when did you start
2: making these lists?
4: Uh, when I started getting really stressed out in <laughs> high school. Because in middle school, it's kind of just like fun and just like lot of D, and you just go along with um, everything. But in high school, when you start to get more stressed out and you have a lot you actually have to accomplish, the lists have become really helpful.
2: Well, thank you, Kaisen, for your many great ideas on how to keep our lives organized. I know I will definitely need all these apps when college starts in fall. I'm Young Juan. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos,
3: descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Claire Durant. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at www.bethestarurradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment, where I'll be talking about today's
1: We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
0: Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
2: express yourself and on the voice of america kids network brought to you by this be the star you are charity i'm
3: young juan and i'm claire durant we have a new new way to support be the star you are buy sip and savor coffee tea and chocolate from http coffee that gives back.org through september 15th and 25 and 25 percent off your purchase will be donated to be the star you are with no additional cost to you www.coffeethatgivesback.org hope you all support our fundraising
2: now to our host Claire who will share her thoughts on why we're so busy and how
3: to crawl it all with the big picture thanks so I have a different perspective on what it means to be busy because being busy is not necessarily a bad thing but being overwhelmed is when you're doing things that you enjoy busyness seems good the alternative to being busy when looking at, when looking through it through a negative point of view is boredom. Would you really rather be doing nothing? With all that being said, we all succumb to feelings of being overwhelmed, and that is when it is important to take a step back and reflect on what you can do to go from the feelings of fatigue to empowerment. Because being busy with activities that you love should really bring you joy and energy. When you assess what is making you feel unhappy, then you are able to either remove it from your life entirely or find a way to cope with it in a constructive way. Now, this reminds me of one of my favorite movies called Eat, Pray, Love. And the main character in it, named Elizabeth, is having a conversation with her new friends in Italy. And they're talking about the importance of finding time to enjoy yourself. Her Italian friend describes the all-too-familiar feeling of being burned out. He says, Americans, you work too hard. You get burned out. Then you come home and spend the whole weekend in your pajamas in the front of the TV. Sounds pretty familiar, huh? Now, the New York Times bestseller and former attorney, Gretchen Rubin, describes in her book, The Happiness Project, the importance of scheduling playtime. Research shows that those who are more likely to to report happy if they participate in leisure activities. So as we get older, it seems like there's less and less time for this. But this is not entirely true. We just have stopped scheduling time for it. Think about it. When we were younger, our parents scheduled us play dates, or we had a scheduled time for tennis, ballet, or soccer practice. These are all social activities that we found fun. Why did we stop playing? It's easy to come up with arguments that school got in the way, etc. But the truth is no one is taking away your ability to have fun and get out and do activities except for you. If you schedule in time to do things that you enjoy, you will feel more relaxed. And when you come home at the end of the day, you will not feel drained, but excited about life. When we feel overwhelmed, it is important to take a deep breath and take a step back from the situation and put the problem into perspective. When you start to see your situation for what it really is versus what you perceive it to be, you will realize that you are in much more control than you thought. Now, it's important to remember that when you are in control of the way you feel, then you're able to incorporate activities that will allow you to enjoy your life and make you feel more energized. So being busy is not necessarily always a bad thing. It's being overwhelmed, that is. And if you take time to enjoy yourself, your busyness will turn, turn into empowerment. I love the way
2: you phrase that because recently, as summer break has progressed, I feel a lot of the time when I'm just sitting at home or watching Netflix that I've lost the ability to relax fully and that I miss having something stressful and something meaningful in my life. So, what do you keep yourself from becoming overwhelmed?
3: I try to really, like you were saying, Ju, I try to stay relaxed. I try to put things into perspective and make sure that what I'm doing is what I like to do. And if I don't like it, I either take a step back and you know decide whether or not I'm going to continue doing it or I'm just not going to do it. And it really keeps me calm. It makes me feel relaxed because I'll schedule time to do what I need to do. And do you think busyness is a symptom of our hyper-competitive culture that we have today? I absolutely do. But I think that a major problem is that we hear teens all the time talking about how they have so many courses that they're doing or so many uh, extracurricular activities that they're doing that they're just feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. And this is all true and good that you know we want to succeed and we want to do better. But is it for the right reasons? is the charity that you're uh, working for and getting community service hours for really something that you are passionate about? And if it isn't, then maybe do a different charity. There are so many things to volunteer for, you're bound to find one that you can feel passionate about and feels less like doing work. With that being said, it's uh, understandable that taking more difficult course loads in high school in order to achieve certain goals that you may have is true, But at the same time, you are bound to do better and feel more happy if you are to schedule in time to enjoy yourself on top of uh, doing those things that will also allow you to be successful and achieve your goals.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, how... Like what, exactly what you said, when you're doing something that you love doing, it doesn't really feel like work and you're not feeling so burdened or overwhelmed or stressed all the time. For example, when I got into public speaking and I really started enjoying what I was doing and the type of event that I was doing, it started just feeling like another arts and crafts project or something fun rather than a whole mountain of work.
3: I love the feeling of making what I. I love the feeling of being able to do what I love, and it stops feeling like work when, when you really enjoy what you're doing.
2: Yeah, and during high school, I would always take seven classes per year, and a lot of my friends, their senior year, they only had six, and would always ask me like, "Oh, why are you having an extra class?" and that extra class would be something I really enjoyed doing, such as public speaking or being part of the newspaper staff. So even though I was at school for another hour, having just that break in the middle of the day between like difficult courses was something that I absolutely enjoyed
3: doing. So it was a good choice on my part to have that little break. <laughs> and that reminds me of my friend last semester in college decided to take a additional course and I looked at her like she was crazy and I said what course are you taking and she decided to take a Jane Austen dance class (laughs) and this class was a one credit course that met an hour um two days a week so two hours a week and at the end of it she got to dress up as in Jane Austen attire and go and do a I don't know a big dance with you know, whoever else was in the class. It happened to be like six girls and two boys, you know, who happened to like Jane Austen books. But she said that it alleviated so much stress after she got out of her intense science courses that it was just a great thing for her to do. So I think I may do that next semester, you know, find a course that's that's fun, no stress.
2: Yeah, I really want to take a one-credit yoga class next year just because it sounds like a great way to relieve stress and be happy during the day definitely agree with you. And are you a list keeper like Kaiseen is?
3: I used to be a big list keeper. (laughs) I have found that it's difficult in college to keep a list when it comes with times designated to it. Mm. Because I think that if a friend calls in the afternoon and says, hey, I'm, you know, having a performance tonight for play or do you want to go to dinner with us I'm not going to say no because on my list it says well from 5 30 to 6 30 I'm going to be sitting and doing homework (laughs) so I like to keep my schedule really malleable so I'm able to say okay well I'll change that hour around and if I give if I'm given an advance notice enough I'll go to the dinner and then push down you know homework time to a different different time. But um, I love the feeling of being able to cross things off. But I like to definitely keep things not too rigid, because I don't want to become too uptight with my schedule that I isolate myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And college, from what I've heard, sounds like a great time for you to just be independent and to have a lot of fun with all your flexible hours. Do you still get everything done on time?
3: Yes, I make it a point to definitely get everything I need to do on time. Um, but I think it's also really important to make sure that you don't look at college, um, as a chore, Mm -hmm. but think about college as being a way to start creating a lifestyle for yourself because with this idea I was kind of able to, instead of thinking of every day um, being at college as being in a high school Mm -hmm. where I'm working all day and I'm going to my classes and then I go home and do homework, I have free time throughout the day. And during that free time, you know, maybe it'd be a good time to go to the gym with a friend, go on a walk with a friend and establish a routine that's much more balanced than high school. And I think that's what's great about college is because you're able to be more balanced and it's important not to get too caught up Mm -hmm. in – Um, your classes to the point where you're, you know, isolating yourself in a library by yourself because that's not what college is about.
2: Yeah, and talking about this summer, are you taking a vacation to relax anywhere?
3: Yes, I'm actually going to a family reunion in North Carolina, (laughs) and I'm very excited. It should be a lot of fun um, getting emails about it already, so I look forward to it.
2: Yeah, that sounds really amazing too. And have you ever been there before?
3: North Carolina is somewhere that everyone always talks about going um, on beach vacations, mostly people from the East Coast from my school. Um, But I have not been there before. So I'm really excited to go to the beaches.
2: And how are you organizing your life so that you won't have to catch up when you get back?
3: Well, um, during the summer, I'm actually taking online courses. So I've had to find ways to schedule in time, uh, to sit down and do it because sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself when you're not going into the classroom, but, um, you know, doing what, doing what Casey does and getting my lists out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and do you find it hard to find motivation in the summer to keep
3: working? To an extent. Um, but at the same time, I really do enjoy the things that I do. So, if anything it keeps me from being bored i like a lot to be going on in my life and if i were to be doing nothing i that would be worse <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah doing nothing sounds great and then you spend a day just lounging at home and then you realize just
3: how bored you are exactly i got to you know turn off netflix and get myself out rock climbing and doing stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I really enjoyed this past week of me just exploring the city and not necessarily always doing something productive, but just getting a new angle of San Francisco or Berkeley. And it's been a really great week that I could not have had if I had stayed at home with Netflix on or I don't know, doing like watching a movie or something like that. Yeah,
3: just getting yourself out of the house is First step. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, thank you so much, Claire, for your strategies and insight on empowerment and busyness. I'm Young ju During the break, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com to see photos,
3: descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Claire Duran. Also, please check us out on Tumblr at www.BeTheStarYouAre.Tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment when we'll be we'll interview the six-year-old rising star of London, Olivia Allen.
4: We don't care how you got here. We're
3: just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that, and started at age thirteen.
3: I'm Claire Durant, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is all about staying busy. And I'm Young Juwan. When we talk about being busy, we don't normally
2: associate little kids with the words. Mostly kids are playing and, well, being kids. Our impressive guest today is only six years old, and yet she is a serious actress already, having landed three separate recurring roles in five films. Most recently, this young actress can be seen in the Warner Bros. film Blended, Alongside Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, and Bella Thorne, she plays the youngest daughter of Sandler and youngest sister to Thorne, the precocious and sweet Lou Friedman.
3: Olivia Allen got her start on hit ABC series *Revenge* as the five-year-old Amanda Clark and can be seen in the television daytime drama *The Young and the Restless* as Faith Newman, as well as the sweet and but wise-cracking Charlotte on the Nick at Night comedy *See Dad Run* with Scott Baio. She's on the big screen in Dimension Films, Dark Skies with Carrie Russell and Josh Hamilton. Most recently, she has rap production on Universal Pictures' Mockingbird, a thriller starring Spencer Liszt and Audrey Marie Anderson, and the feature film Shring Law Sweet. Opposite Ashley Green and Emily Browning, in which Olivia portrays Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis and Priscilla Presley. Welcome, Olivia, to express yourself. Hi! We are so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me.
2: Well, you certainly are one busy little girl. I understand that both your older sisters are also actresses, as well as your mom, actress Barbara Woods. Do you learn a lot
5: from them? Yeah, I learn a lot, and it's great to have two older sisters to look up to and see and, like... They taught me, like, really how to act, and it's really great to have two older sisters that respect you and appreciate you as much as they do.
3: So, Olivia, I hear you're a huge animal lover, and you said that your favorite pastime is playing with your rescued malty named Georgie. Tell us about your animals.
5: Well, Georgie is a malty-poo, and she is, she is, like, she's six years old, and... She's six pounds, she is three years old, and she, and dog here, she's 21. I I love her so much. Anna, we
2: can't believe you have any spare time, but we understand that you like to record songs and make movies with your
5: sisters and practice gymnastics and dance. Yeah, those are my favorite things to do. (laughs) Spare time when I'm not acting. Um, I really, partly love to sing. Me and my sisters sing a lot. And I also really, 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 really love to do karate. And um, I'm really good at that. And it's really fun in my spare time to do all that fun stuff because it's really fun. Mm
3: So you're in a new film called Blended. Tell me about your role.
5: I play Lou, a little girl who just lost her mom and is and Adam Sandler is raising her with along with her two sisters. And was that hard to play that role? No, it was really fun and the important thing that Adam kept telling me Bella and Emma was that stay strong and follow your heart and be creative on set and just have fun
3: that's some great advice so you star in the movie with some very funny people like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore Was it like working with them
5: Adam Sandler is oh my gosh the <laughs> funniest person on earth and it's really really cool because my favorite movie is E.T. and Drew was my age when she shot that movie and it, it's such a great movie and I've always dreamed that I I would work with her and that's a dream come true that I'm now working with her now. And what was the best part of
2: making this film?
5: Oh my gosh, going to South Africa of course. <laughs> saw all sorts of animals. I read elephants. I did I I saw a millions of animals. I went on like 10 safaris and it was just a beautiful place. How long were you in South Africa for? 3 months. Was your mom with you when you were there? Yes, my mom was there for me but the whole time, and okay. my two sisters came for the half of the time.
2: And what was the funniest moment on set?
5: Well, in we were in the middle of shooting a scene in the middle of South Africa. It was outside, and during the scene, a bunch of monkeys attacked and, <sighs> like, started jumping on the cameras and it's really funny because they love cell phones so they kept grabbing people's cell phones and taking them and they're like little people they're so funny that's hilarious did you that would be really clever yeah what was it like working with Bella Thorne she is oh my gosh amazing she's like She played my older sister, and she's actually, like, treating me like her older sister. She is so nice and so nice. I love her so much.
2: And what got you into acting besides your wonderful family of actresses and
5: actors? Well, I so my mom was an act, was actress, was acting, and she, and then she had my two other sisters, And then they got into acting and then my mom had me and then I grew up for like three years and looking up to them and I was, and I got into acting right after there when I started, I started acting when I was three years old. And then I did it since I'm six right now. Have you guys worked in movies together? Mm -hmm. Well I did a movie with my sister. She played my sister and um, it's, it, we were I, that was Mockingbird. How do you pick and, your think, roles? Natalie was in the m- Mockingbird too. How do you pick your roles for the, these movies? My agents send me scripts and we memorize them, and then we tell them if we like like them or not. and oh we all it's kind of weird. We always love them because they're all they're always great shows and they're always amazing.
3: Is it easy for you to remember your lines?
5: It's pretty easy. Um, if I run it before I go to bed, then in the morning it's kind of in my brain and I kind of know it.
2: And how much of the acting is you saying your lines, and how much of it is improv?
5: Sometimes it's improv, and sometimes it's acting. It's it's half improv, half, half acting.
3: <laughs> Do you ever record your lines to help you remember, so you can listen to them on your iPod or iPhone or something?
5: I run it with my mom. I don't really need that because it's kind of kind of easy for me to remember them. Sometimes it's still like really, really, really hard. Maybe I would do it like three or four times, but not really, not all the time. <laughs> Is there any role you would love to get for your next project? Oh my gosh, I've been dreaming this my whole life where- <laughs> My family to play my family, my mom to play my mom, my sisters to play my sisters, even my dog play my dog. But I wouldn't have my dad play my dad because my dad's an AD, so he would be an AD.
3: <laughs> that would be so cool. if You could do that. Yeah. So you are also on the show "See Dad Run." Tell me a bit about that show and your role.
5: Well, I play Charlotte, a wise cracking little girl, and she bosses. David around and Scott Bay was David and uh, she and she treats her best friend Janie like her little girls. She is like a little boss to everybody and she like controls every family. It's really funny and I love this show because everybody's so nice and it's just amazing because they give me such funny lines and it's great. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you wisecracking in real life? Do you like being a boss?
5: Eh, a little bit. <laughs> um, it's sometimes, sometimes not.
3: Are you working on any projects right now that we can see you in soon?
5: Well, I just finished a movie called *Shangri-La Suite*. I play, I play, uh, I, I play Elvis Presley's daughter. <laughs> Um, Lisa Marie Presley, and I just finished a movie for Universal called Mockingbird. And I also just finished a movie thriller called Fire Twister. And I'm also working on a show called Young and the Restless. Wow. And and I'm also doing a show called Transparent. You are so busy. (laughs) Do you have time for school? I'm actually homeschooled. Okay. And it's my summer right now, so <laughs> kind of when I get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Do you usually film during the summer? Sometimes, yeah. Um, sometimes and sometimes not. It's kind of like on and off. <laughs> Do you miss real school? Were you ever in real school? I was in real school for kindergarten and preschool, okay. and uh, that was really fun. I made a lot of friends, and that was fun, but I like being homeschooled a lot, and it's really cool to not have to get up every morning and go to school. It's really <laughs> fun to just get up in the morning and, like, go to my mom's schoolroom and just do school at home. Well, thank you so much, Olivia, for
2: being on our show. You have a bright career ahead of you. Thank you. Check out the trailer for Blended at BlendedMovie.com. This is Express Yourself.
3: Visit our website at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. And I'm Claire Durant. You can also follow Olivia on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Olivia Allen Lynn. Make sure to watch our videos at www.youtube.com slash BeTheStarYouAre. Express Yourself is brought to you by Be the Star you Are. 501c3 literacy and positive media charity for info on our creative community go to www.bethestarur.org stay right here with us for a book it segment for each end
2: sometimes we may sound strange but remember we're just kids with opinions you're listening to voice america
0: kids
1: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
2: The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
3: I'm Youngjoo On, and today's show is all about being busy. And I'm Claire Durant, and this certainly has been a busy program. Let's go to our Book it reporter, Courtney Chang, for her thoughts on being busy. Hi, Courtney. Hey,
6: guys. So Courtney Chang here with another segment of Book it. As we grow up, somewhere down the line, we'll end up asking ourselves, why am I always so busy? It's true that come high school the average American teenager finds themselves bombarded with work from about five classes in school as well as their extracurricular activities and their social life. Let's not mention SATs and college applications in the last two years of high school and then college is no easier. The semesters or quarters are filled with rigorous classes club meetings and social events and in the summers are spent back at school for summer classes or in other parts of the country for jobs and internships. This perhaps excess of things to do throughout the academic year constantly gives us the impression that we will always have things written down on our to-do list, things zooming far ahead in the future that we need to start worrying about right now. Even though this constant stress isn't healthy, there are healthy ways to think about these tasks without becoming overwhelmed. In Stephen R. Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, He lists and explains seven practices a person can adopt to, for lack of better words, become a more effective person. Number one, be proactive. Take initiative and responsibility for your choices. Number two, begin with the end in mind. Number three, put first things first. Number four, think win-win. Number five, seek seek first to understand, then to be understood. Number six, synergize. Create positive teamwork to accomplish more as a group. And number seven, sharpen the saw. Balance yourself both mentally and physically to create a long-term effective lifestyle. It is true that not everyone will find the same lifestyle suitable to their wants and needs, but I have found from personal experience that these seven habits prove to be quite effective in sh- ensuring one's own happiness and healthiness, in spite of all these deadlines and chaos in one's day-to-day life.
3: So that's so. Do you follow all these habits?
6: Um. Yes. Well. Kind of. Not all of them. I am very much an introvert and prefer doing things to myself. So the habit number six, which is like synergize, that gets lost somewhere in the mix. But otherwise, I do do try my best to follow all of them.
2: So out of these, which of them would be the most effective?
6: I think number one, being proactive is definitely the most effective. Because being proactive and seeking out what you want to do for yourself is a first step in my opinion, to becoming a happier, healthier person, because you're always very aware of what you're doing. You're aware of what you have to do. And then because you are consciously making all these decisions, I think inevitably you'll start thinking toward like, okay, if I make this choice, how will it affect my choices in like, say, a day, in a week, in a month, that sort of thing.
3: So you said that being proactive is something that's really important, that you think is of number one importance. Does it make it, is it hard to be proactive when you mentioned that you are also inert, an introvert?
6: Um, I think it's okay. You have to kind of like find the balance. Like I guess my proactiveness would definitely be more toward like actions that involve maybe myself or maybe like one other person, like a very close family member or like my boyfriend or someone like that. So being proactive isn't necessarily about being with other people. It's more just being aware of, the choices you make for yourself and what you're doing that will affect you and your life in the future
2: yeah i found that it was really important for myself to be honest with my choices and that i just didn't lie to myself that watching netflix or (laughs) going on tumblr for an hour was a good idea and so it's always good to check in with yourself to see how you're feeling and which one was the hardest for you to do
6: um that would probably be number four think win-win my friends they call me a bit of an eeyore as in like I'm a bit of a downer and a pessimist at times so thinking on the positive side when say I have three papers due in a span of half a week is it gets a bit hard for me to do but I'm slowly trying to calm myself down by like reassuring myself of my abilities both in terms of how I've set up my work schedule to be manageable and how I am able to perform academically.
3: Wow, you sound like you have a lot on your plate. So, do you consider yourself a really busy person?
6: Uh, very. I I tend to be the type of person who like actively seeks ways to make themselves busy even on vacation, even though it's not this like any like stressful work cuz I'm I'm just trying to read more, I'm trying to write more, but I'm always trying to keep myself busy like in some ways, it might be bad because I think, I think I feel like I'm a self-diagnosed workaholic. But I do enjoy all the things mm-hmm. I'm doing. So,
2: yeah, I feel that way a lot of the time. I just can't sit still, and I enjoy—or I don't enjoy—but I need something to stress myself out. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you manage not to get overwhelmed with all this busyness and self-created busyness?
6: Um, I think is learning to take it step by step and learning to like control how I stress about things because I I'm now going to my third year in college and my parents are now like so what are you going to do after college are you going to go to grad school and like looking that far into the future and being like okay I have to apply for grad school I don't even know what program I want to look at. I don't know where I want to go so I know looking so far into the future stresses me out. So I I told my mom, I was like, I can't look at this all the time or I'm going to freak myself out. So I will take it in chunks. When I have an hour that's completely free and I'd be like, I can spare this time and a couple hours extra being stressed. That's when I'll look at it. (laughs) Aside from that, I force myself to like not look at it until I'm mentally like I've mentally stabilized myself for this experience. (laughs)
3: Courtney, I'm also a junior in college right now, and I and I totally see where you're coming from when it's when you start to look too far into the future, it can seem daunting. So, how do you manage not to get overwhelmed?
6: Um, a lot of talking to people, talking to people older than you definitely helps a lot because my brother is in grad school now, and so when I started looking for stuff, I asked him so like, "What do you do when you look for grad schools?" and he gave me all this advice, and I was like, okay. I have enough time to do all of this. It's not that big of a deal. There's always people there are always going to be people out there who have done this or more than willing to give me advice and would be happy to help me out. So, knowing that there are people around who will always like have the best in mind for me, like that is a huge comfort and helps me calm down a lot.
2: And when you're not being so stressed out, what are some of the things you like to do on your in your free time?
6: Um Generally reading and writing. Reading always it always takes my mind off of like reality for a bit because I always get very I always get very drawn invested in the stories that I'm reading. So for like a span of like two to three hours, I'll just sit here reading and look up and like, wait, the sky is dark. Like when did this happen?
3: <laughs> what book are you reading right now?
6: Um, right now I'm reading the Newlyweds by um, Nell Freudenberger. It's about a um, a woman from Bangladesh and a man from New York who met on an online dating site and how they're kind of going through the uh, the cultural gap and how their marriage is holding up even with all of their personal like family histories coming to the mix and not having known each other for a very long time.
3: Sounds interesting. Do you like... And
2: I know that you do your music, right? Mm -hmm. does that keep you also very busy
6: it does keep me very busy because there's um I have orchestra two nights a week for two and a half hours so when everyone else is at home eating (laughs) dinner or watching Netflix or doing homework (laughs) I'm always like I have to be here so Mm -hmm. this it's just it's not that bad I really do enjoy that is another like motivator for me to be like I need to manage all my work around it to make sure I don't get super stressed with these extra five hours taken out of my my week
2: yeah so we're talking to Kaisine earlier today about how she is a list maker and that's how she organizes are you also a list maker
6: oh yes definitely i make lists (laughs) on on top of lists and i make a list saying i need to make a list for tomorrow and (laughs) yes yes i make lists all all the time
2: (laughs) well thank you so much courtney for yet another great segment all good things come to an end, and this show gave us tips on how to keep our busyness in check. Thanks to Star Star Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone, Bruce Osteen, and Cornelius Hanna. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our
3: listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Claire Durant. You have been listening to Express Yourself. An on air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Watch our fun videos at www.youtube.com be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers and outreach programs. Until next week, remember be busy, be kind, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself.